All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Why are the playoffs better at Boston Pizza? Because we've optimized our sports bar experience by studying in-depth analytics. Starting with our new BP Winged Ribs, currently leading all apps in wings above replacement, and deep-fried pickle wedges, an early favorite for the unanimous number one overall pickle. And, of course, the advanced stats darling and leader in pints per game, the new Beer Mosa. Catch the playoffs at Boston Pizza, powered by Fanalytics. What's up, Oilers fans? Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Oilers Nation After Dark. Connor Hallie with you here tonight uh, on the show. We will be joined by Gavin, the intern, who's keeping us all on track here. We've also got Liam, who will hop on shortly. Of course, if you're watching right now on Facebook, YouTube, make sure you hit that like button. If you're on Twitter, give us a retweet. Take a friend, let people know what we're doing here. It is Oilers Nation After Dark. And game one for the Edmonton Oilers started off fantastic. They looked great. Uh, but after 20 minutes, it went downhill and it went downhill. I don't even want to say quick. It was just slowly getting worse and worse and worse. The Kings started to play their game. They score a late goal on the power play. Force overtime where they would eventually pick up the winner. Uh, we'll break it down throughout the show here on Oilers Nation After Dark. Like I said, if you're on YouTube and Facebook, chime in. Give us your thoughts on that game. Uh, hit that like button. We appreciate it. I can see uh, Sean, Jessica, Travis. We've got uh, two Travises in here actually on Facebook. Stella uh, looking here on YouTube. Kind of the usual suspects. I see QF Pro, Matt, Dayton. Uh, good. And you? Ravina, we've got Oilers Nation in here. Of course, they're the host. Uh, JH, some stranger. I'm looking for everyone else. Hopefully, Rusty will be in here to give us some of his reckless optimism. Um, 
But yeah, chime in, hit the like button, and uh, we will continue to talk about this game. Let us know, though, very quickly, very quickly here before we get going. What do you think of the refs tonight? What what was your opinion on the refs in this game tonight? Uh, we'll talk about it in the good, the bad, the oily, but let us know in the chat. Uh, let, let's just say out of 10. How do you think the refs did out of 10? We'll look at those as the show goes on. Right now, though, we'll start off as we usually do with the good, the bad, the oily brought to you by Cornerstone Insurance. Uh, visit cornerstoneinsurance.ca slash nation to get an online tenant or condo insurance quote in just a few minutes and use discount discount code nation for an exclusive rate find out why cornerstone insurance brokers are ranked amongst the best in alberta the good the bad the oily we bring in our good friend liam to join us here recapping the oilers 4-3 overtime loss to the la kings in game one of their best of seven series liam thanks for staying up tonight how you doing i'm good connor i wish we i wish i was a little bit better but it's only one game, folks. It's a best of seven. <laughs> we always lost all three game ones last season when they went to the Western Conference Finals. So let's stay optimistic about all of this. Yeah, and I don't think they've won a game one at home since the early 90s. So it just kind of seems like what they do. Uh, we'll get to the good, the bad, the oily for this one. And I will tell you, producer Gavin and I had a great chat going on around you know the midway point of the first or second period and we're like oh we got lots of good things to choose from and that slowly changed uh, that's why we took a little while to get on here because we had to redo the graphics and get to everything uh, but we start off with the good and uh for the edmonton oilers had to be the first period i mean they were hitting everything they were flying around out there they you know scoring goals they just looked like a dominant team leon drysdale and evan bouchard had the goals uh things were going good uh they had uh you know a little bit of a a lead in the shots category it was nine six favoring the edmonton oilers uh but if we have to find some good tonight uh the first period certainly it was a good start yeah it was it was amazing, to be honest. It was exactly what the Oilers probably wanted to do when they came out in the first period, and they got a couple of good goals in there, and it just felt like they absolutely bullied the LA Kings, and then that didn't really happen. It felt like the Kings adjusted really well in the first intermission and and came out, especially guys like Victor Arvidsson and, and Byfield. I thought those two were phenomenal, to be honest, for the LA Kings, and Corp Salo made a ton of good saves too. But yeah, if... The others could find a way to put half of that effort in that they put in the first period into the second and the third. I think we might be having a, a much more optimistic conversation here, Connor. Hundred uh, percent. It was it was a great start, but you know that doesn't really matter. You got to play a good sixty minutes, or you know at least forty. And the Edmonton Oilers did not do that today. Credit to the Kings. Uh, they played their game and they did a very good job of it executed quite well in game one. Uh, with the good comes the bad. There's a few things we could have chosen from tonight. Uh, Undisciplined, undisciplined penalties comes to mind for me. And I, the refs are getting a lot of flack right now. I don't think the penalties called on the Oilers were terrible. If you want to say they missed some calls, I, I could probably get behind that a little bit. But uh, Zach Hyman, Evander Kane taking penalties when your team has possession, that's going to kill you. Vinny Dayarnay, I mean, he swung his stick and it hit skates and the player went down. I, I don't know how the refs don't call it. I, I think that in overtime, you hope they wouldn't. And at first, I thought that uh, the Kings stepped on that broken stick and fell uh, upon further review day or caught him pretty cleanly and the refs made their decision. But uh, you know, I, I think you got to clean up those undisciplined penalties because the Kings go three for six or sorry, two for six on the power play and uh, costly goals at costly times. Yeah. I, look, I, I can see the frustration from the fan base in the sense of the Oilers didn't get another power play outside of the first period of, if I'm standing correctly, right? They had that 
five on three, and I think that was kind of it for the little bit. Like there was the four on four. It was the four on four, and then that led to the thirty seconds of power play. Right, that would have been their third one. So besides that, there was no clean one. But look at the penalties the others are taking. I think they were all very clear cut penalties. If you ask me, on the final one where Deane went to the box, I think he's more frustrated and showing his frustration that he he messed it up. He fell. He fell, lost control twice, whiffed on the puck at the end of the at the edge of the blue line there, and then just lost full control and ended up whacking down. I think it was Blake Lazard, and I mean, you can't complain about that until like, I throw stuff on the ice, like I, mm-hmm. I whatever, like that's just dumb. And you know what? Like the what was it? The Hyman one, like you said, an offensive zone penalty, no need for that, and just just endless ones, really. Even the Bouchard one at the end, like you don't need to bring your stick up that high. Yeah. I think that one was, I can see why the ref called it, especially the one that did, like he's the back judge. He just saw the stick up high. Uh, I think it was Trevor Moore again, like kind of reacted. I don't know if you fully caught him, but at the end of the day, like your stick is an inch away from riding up into that guy's cheekbone. Like you got to just keep your stick down. And it's just a couple of young defensemen who made some mistakes and they got to tie it up in those key moments of the game. But I, it's a seven game series. I think they'll be more than fine. And Bouchard, Overall, at a good game, I guess you could say. Yeah, I mean the confidence looked there from Bouchard. I mm-hmm. mean, with the puck in his in his hands, he he looked like he was a different player out there taking shots. So we saw a spin move, just random. Like he he looked confident out there. Um, but that penalty at the end of the game, obviously, some people say it was to the shoulder. Another might say it hit the shoulder first and rode up into the face. But the call was made, and uh, for the LA Kings, obviously worked out quite well. Uh, lots of kind of. I would I would say disagreement on the chat, um, especially on YouTube here. We we've got uh, I don't want to butcher it. Apoc hockey fanatic. I counted six missed calls. Uh, Ravina says refs were fair. QF Pro the refs were anything but fair. JP whining about refs is such a weak take. Corb. I think you nailed it here. Oilers had the game in the bag. Yeah, you're up two nothing. You got to find a way to shut it down. They did such a good job in the two regular season games uh, where they won those tight games against the LA Kings, but tonight couldn't get it done. Uh, Liam on Facebook. Uh, Liam, I don't know if this is you. Uh, maybe a different Liam. Uh, how about the no calls? And yeah, I mean, if if you want to mention a couple missed no calls, I can certainly see a case for that. Uh, but I did not think the calls that went against the Oilers were terrible. And I you know the fans at the game were mad, but. Uh, that, I think that's how it's always going to be, right? It always. Like there's so <laughs> much passion in that building tonight. You can you could hear it the whole game. So it was I can understand it from like the emotions of it all, but you don't really like to see it. And but I I agree. Like the missed calls, like there was a the one I think it was shortly before that where I have follow like grabbed Fogel and pushed him down to the ice as he was like holding him off. It's like well, that's a that's a hold, you mm-hmm. know? And there was like, a couple other ones too, but We'll get into it on the goals and everything, but the Oilers just got to, they got to bear down a little bit more and play simple hockey and don't overcomplicate things in the sense of like trying to cross check guys or making a, trying to make a nice play off a face off when you're in a defensive zone. Like, no, get the puck out of the zone and play defense and discipline yourselves a little bit more. And it just wasn't there for them tonight, but game one, best of seven and they lost it, but plenty more to play. hundred percent. I mean, let us know in the chat going into this series. What was your prediction? Did you have Oilers in four or did you have Oilers in five, six, seven? I mean, I think a lot of us knew this was going to be a competitive series. Uh, I thought the Kings, I mean, full marks to them in this one down two nothing down three, one, just continue to play their game, clog up the middle, uh, get pucks in deep. And, you know, we'll, we'll see how the Oilers, 
uh, adapt and react and, and what happens with the coaching style. How do they change their game plan up just a little bit? Uh, let's get to the oily and the oily. Uh, we're going to be optimistic here. Lots of series left. I, th- I think we kind of touched on it a few times already here. It is only game one. Obviously we know the Oilers history uh, with what they have done in the past, losing that first game. They lost uh, last year to LA in the first game. I was in Toronto for that one after a Jays game, stayed up late to watch it. It was fun until they lost uh, second series against the Flames. Uh, I mean, who was not panicking after that one? Hmm. We know how that series went. And then, you know, against the Avalanche. Well, let's not get into it. But uh, lots of lots of hockey left to be said. Uh, uh, played still a lot of people saying Oilers in five, Oilers in six. So we shall see what happens. But uh, yeah, Liam, optimism, right? I mean, we gotta be. This team has a lot. There was moments in this game the Oilers looked completely like they couldn't be beat. There was nothing the LA Kings could do when the Oilers took control of this game. And the reason LA got back into the game is because the Oilers let the refs get in their heads, started taking dumb penalties, criticizing calls, and then just not playing their own game. And then there was just I don't know. It was it was a weird game because it felt like LA never really had it on the grip but always were kind of there to reel themselves back in when they really needed to. And it was just just guys like Arvidsson and Byfield. Like it wasn't – I know Kempe scored two goals, but I never felt like he was had a, had a massive impact until he scored those goals, which is a crazy thing to say because he scored two goals in a game. But it was like the, little, the smaller guys around that made an impact. And I think for the Oilers, the Oilers got a lot of good performances too. I'm actually looking at guys like Nugent Hopkins and Zach Hyman to step up. I think those are two guys. And to be honest, I think the Kempe second goal was on Zach Hyman. I think you've got to bear down on that puck. You've got to get it. He went in very weak and he also threw a pick on Ekholm. You can't do that. You literally have a face-off coach. Surely you should know how to prepare yourselves in the face-offs. And then the overtime goal, Nugent Hopkins wasn't quick enough on the um, Arvidsson pressure that he came in on and took it right off his stick. And those are two players from two veteran players that got to be better. We can sit here and, and look at Bouchard and Dayane all we want, but those two guys who are critical for the others all season. And I believe they're more than capable of obviously coming back, but that's who I'm looking at in this series to kind of to kind of come back and be optimistic about it all. The others can obviously get it done. Yeah, 100%. They've got, they've got the firepower. It's one game, lots of time left. Um Looking at the goaltending here, and you know what? Why, why don't we bring in Gavin here? Sorry, Gavin, we should have got you in here uh, a second earlier. Gavin and I actually met, I think, for the first time three-dimensionally today. Yeah. He brought out my uh, <laughs> my shirt. Yeah, the oil up shirt right behind you there. Yeah, looks so, good. Uh, looks good. I, I was going to wear it, but then I'm like, you only see kind of my shoulders up. So wearing it <laughs> would be kind of useless. Yeah, you got yours on. Um, I might have to adjust the camera one day, do a little fashion show. A Nation Gear 2023 playoff edition. They got two colors. They got that in black and white. The black comes with the uh, blue font. You can get them today at nationgear.ca. Check them out on social media at Nation Gear. There's also dry settle stuff. Uh, Nuge, there's there's lots of great gear. Check it out, nationgear.ca. Um, let's talk a little bit about the goaltending because Stuart Skinner, uh, his name's popped up a couple of times. Uh, Chad, I think, says it very well here. Skinner needs at least one big save. I didn't see it. And we've talked about that a lot here on Oilers Nation After Dark. uh, You know, Stuart Skinner for a lot of the time was giving you that big save when you needed it. Uh, Tonight, he saved 31 31 saves on 35 shots. That's 886 when it comes to save percentage. On the other side, Jonas Corposalo had a 927 save percentage. Uh, 
38 of 41 Corpus Allo. We know his history and what he can do against the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, when he gets on, he can be a tough guy to beat. Uh, but Liam, uh, thoughts on Stuart Skinner tonight? Me personally, thought uh, a couple goals. Obviously, he'd like back. Uh, I thought he was okay. He wasn't anything special. I think that first goal he allowed, the Kempe one, I, I think he probably should have had that one. The second Kempe one, I think, was a, a mistake by Hyman off the faceoff, to be honest. Leaving a 40-goal a scorer open like that, you're giving them the maximum opportunity to score. And then, what was it, the Kopitar one? Yeah, kind of snuck through him there, didn't mm-hmm. you? Wanna, you want to sneak that one in there. And then the overtime one, I mean, that's a, I hate to say this because I hate the guy, but that was just a good goal by Ayafalo to snap it in quickly. But as Nugent Hopkins has got to be better and harder on the puck, so... Yeah, you probably want to see a bigger save from Stuart Skinner, but I also want to see the players in front of him make yes. better decisions. Yeah, uh, and, that was my, and that was my big point, like right there, Liam. It's it's all about the guys in front of them, right? Like taking seven minor penalties, 14 penalty minutes, like it's hard to succeed like when the team in front of you is doing that, right? So I think I think Stu still held his own like to some account. Yeah, like he had a 3.48 goals against average tonight. But yeah, we we're kind of missing that big save from Stu. But at the same time, like y- you can't take seven penalties in a playoff game, right? You can't continually, continually put the Kings on the man advantage. And obviously we see what happens with that. Oh, we got some trolls. UD North breaks. Go Flames. Go LAN4, man. The Calgary Flames. Let's not get into that one. But UD, just make sure you come back after every game. Sure you don't just cherry pick exactly. when you get in here. Come back after every game. We'll talk about it. We'll see what happens. It could go bad for both sides. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the two goals at the end of the game uh, to, to tie it and then eventually win it, power play goals. So you don't want to put all the blame on Stuart Skinner on those. But, uh, yeah, and then, you know, I think uh, – well, my TV went out. Uh, hopefully the internet doesn't go out here as well. Uh, Liam, I think you bring a good point up. Uh, Adrian Kempe, I mean, was it Kempe? Yeah, the, his second goal, uh, that shot was beautiful. Shot. I mean, that was a, a very nice shot. And, you know, at times you give them credit. But, yeah, uh, I'm sure Stuart Skinner will bounce back and be just fine uh, going forward. It's Oilers Nation after dark. Uh, I'm Connor Halley. We got Liam Gavin, the intern here. Oilers fall to the L.A. Kings 4-3. to three. Um, Next game goes Wednesday at 8 o'clock, uh, probably again closer to 8.20. If it goes to overtime, we'll be back on around the same time. Uh, if you are watching on YouTube, oh, man, 209 of you there, hit that like button. we got to get at least 100 likes on uh, Facebook. Make sure we do the same. Uh, we've got Aaron, our good friend in the chat. Aaron Portado, our producer on the bright side, the overhit uh, shout out to Aaron. He'll be back uh, producing here in no time. I think uh, he's actually going to be hosting down at Greta. So when the Oilers go down to LA, Greta's going to be having the official watch parties. And uh, I mean, that's going to be a heck of a time. Uh, there's going to be Oilers nation crew uh, down there hanging out. I, I, there could be more stuff going on, but uh, yeah, the watch parties at Greta are going to be absolutely fantastic. So if you're looking for a place to go watch the game, make sure you head down to Greta. I believe you can make your reservations mm-hmm. online or text them. We'll get you that info in a second here because for whatever reason, I didn't print it off on my liner sheet. So we'll get that information in a second. But Greta, Google them, check them out and make your reservations for Friday and Sunday. And uh, Aaron Bordado will be on the mic emceeing. Uh, you guys, I can... You know, some of the guys playing lower down in the lineup, I thought actually had pretty good games. I thought Brett Kulak, you know, had a few oh, rushes. I thought he he broke up a few plays there. Fogel um, too. Fogel, uh, Ryan McLeod. I mean, 
some encouraging things. And I think you kind of mentioned it there, Liam, like uh, Nuge, Hyman. I mean, geez, you don't want to call it Connor McDavid, but a, a night he had no points. It's crazy to think. Uh, I, I think you, you kind of hope that this won't become a trend, obviously, with that line of McDavid. Nuge and Zach Hyman uh, eventually a break has to go their way because it, it just seemed like whenever it was on Hyman's stick it just it looked awkward yeah it, it was weird but just on the bottom six to say on the the positive note of it I guess is I thought both both the third and fourth line of 3a 3b whatever you want to call them every time they were on the ice they were causing some havoc I mean Fogel and Derek Ryan had to puck in the back of the net neither, just neither of them counted right so yeah it was uh, just a, a great play by the uh, the six guys down there, and I thought Drysaddle's line was very good as well tonight too. Obviously, Drysaddle had a, had a pair of goals. One of them, I guess, was oh no, wasn't on the power play. That was Bouchard, but either way, he scored two goals. And then that McDavid line, yeah, it was very weird. The Kings did a, a very good job of kind of limiting them, and I think it was the uh, the Gavrikov pairing was was that with Matt Roy? I think he played with. I think that was a two. Who, we did a good job of kind of limiting McDavid and Gavrikov obviously was somebody a lot of teams around the league wanted and the Kings, the Kings trade acquisitions came and showed up for them. Corpusalo had a very good game and Gavrikov did too. And yeah, they just could do got to find a way to create more space for themselves. I think with McDavid, but it was interesting too, that the Kings didn't really throw up the trap like they usually do. That it was a lot more back and forth, a lot more offense in the favor of, of the Oilers tonight. And maybe the Oilers want the Kings to play the trap. Maybe that's better for them because they had a pair of wins against them like this season already on the trap. So it's just a, an interesting game. But what did you guys think of that first goal that was disallowed by that was why it would have been the Fogel one. Do you think that was the right call? Or I feel like that's just kind of a conversation point that was quickly muted and not talked about much since. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, yes, yeah, so that was the one where Fogel crashes the net. I think some people said he might have been pushed. I, I don't know. I, I think common sense tells you it was probably 
a goal that crossed the line. Mm -hmm. But, you know, when you factor in potentially the push or uh, not necessarily seeing it go in, I I think it might have been tough to overturn it, uh, especially with no no goal being called on the ice. Uh, What did you think? No, it, 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 exactly what you guys were saying there. I, I don't see how that goal could have counted. Kind of the same thing. It was, it's sore to see the puck won, and the fact that it wasn't called a goal on the ice, it kind of really conclusive just to overturn that goal. So, like, I, it makes sense to why it stood as no goal. I I just can't believe there's no chip in a damn puck that would say that if that puck was over the line or not. How yeah. are we at this point in 2023 – well, the NHL, I'm pretty sure they have chips in the puck, but refuse to use the technology they have to them to to give a decisive decision if that puck went in over the line or not. And you deal with the other stuff, the trip or not trip, the shove, whatever it was afterwards. But first you need to determine if the puck went over the line. Sure. Why do these refs not have a watch or anything that just buzzes when the puck goes over? Like It should be that simple, right? Like I feel like, it's not a really hard thing for the NHL to grasp. It's just because yeah, they have that in soccer, right? They have it in almost every single sport. Like almost <laughs> yeah. every single sport has this. Tennis has it down to the like the millimeter. Yeah. Like, they've been doing it forever. And here we are. Like even curling has that thing where they, they put it in the middle and they do like a little trace around the outside. But here we are in the NHL where we're just looking at a video screen and being like, Well, who knows if it went in? It's just <laughs> absolutely wild to me that it's a playoff game. This means so, so much. And I don't know if the puck went in. I don't even know if Fogo was tripped yeah, or not. But the point is, <laughs> we should have an answer to this in 2023 in the NHL. But saying that, we can't even stay out the damn games on time. So who really knows? <laughs> you want yeah. that VAR? You want the... Oh, like, um... <laughs> I, want the I want the correct decision to be made. I yeah. I want it to be made. That's I it. mean, and there seems to be so much resistance to it. I mean, it's, it's crazy. Couldn't do a little wire around the outside of the puck just inside the layer and, and, and have that technology. Uh, Alberta FA says, can fans killed the game at the end? Yeah, they, yeah, they were pretty well lubricated. They're probably having a good time. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer and says, oh, go ahead. What do you got? I, I, I just want to jump back to like the Connor McDavid discussion. We just had briefly here too. Like it seemed like in the first period, that whole line was buzzing, right? Like he had that, he had that good chance. And then he drew a penalty, he drew two penalties within the, th- like in 30 mm-hmm. seconds, right. In the first period. So like, I don't know what happened. It, it maybe give credit to Todd McClellan for making those like uh, intermission adjustments on the fly. I, I'm not really sure, but yeah, like you guys were mentioning McDavid in the second and third, maybe didn't have that same juice, but I don't, I get, I guess just give credit to the coaching staff of the LA Kings. Todd McClellan, good coach. Uh, just quickly here, a uh, nice little AMA travel out of town scoreboard. In case you're wondering, the Minnesota Wild just defeat the Dallas Stars 3-2 in double overtime. Earlier today, Boston knocked off Florida 3-1. The Bruins pretty good. And the Carolina Hurricanes get past the New York Islanders 2-1. Uh, tomorrow, starting at 5 o'clock, you got the Rangers taking on the Devils at 5.30. Toronto host Tampa at 7.30. Vegas taking on the Winnipeg Jets. And then at 8 o'clock, Colorado takes on Seattle. That is the AMA Travel out of town scoreboard. An experience powered by AMA Travel. And if you want to head 
down to LA, go to AMA, check it out. Uh, they'll get you down there. Uh, I want to just get to a couple of the comments here. Uh, James says bad penalties, some not even called, and those that were didn't help. Blaming refs is easy to do and wrong. Pretty clear what happened in this game. I think uh, a lot of people with you. Uh, Rory says McDavid responds big next game, as you can see there on the screen. Yeah, I mean, it, you, you got to think he's going to have a nice bounce back game. Yeah, I don't not think that, he came off the score sheet twice. Yeah, not know, that so. he played bad, but just we're so used to him. You know, 153 points on the season. Um Let's see here. Taylor, fans throw garbage on the ice. Ellie immediately gets a goal. What goes around comes around. I'll give the Kings a little more credit than that. They earned it. I got a a point I want to make. I've been ranting a lot on this show, and I got one more. Stop (laughs) doing the damn wave when the score isn't more than four. I saw it twice in that game. I saw it once in overtime. Enough is enough, people. Oh, man. I have had it up to here and higher. We need to end this now. I don't mind the wave. I agree. It brings like a good vibe to the rink, but there also needs to be good vibes on the ice. A 3-3 hockey game in the game one of the Stanley Cup playoffs is not the right time, people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's been a complaint. The banana. How, how many bananas tonight? People have actually been asking about that. I had three. I had three in the game. I, had, um, I was going to have one in overtime, but I just kind of froze. To be honest, on my chair, <laughs> I didn't really know what to do, so I just is is to the fourth. Get it in, yeah. Okay, Martin on Facebook, go Kings, Martin. Hey, you control, troll all you want, but come back after every game. That is all we ask. Uh, Frank says three one lead, no excuses. Should be closing this game, but this team is too dumb to control the game. Stupid plays and penalties cost them. I will agree on the stupid penalties, and uh, that's something I brought up a couple times throughout the season here. Uh, Two goal leads. Ideally, you find a way to shut it down. The Oilers did a good job in the last two meetings against the Kings. It was 3-1 and 2-0 victories. Uh, But tonight, the LA Kings, uh, with the help of the Oilers taking some penalties, find a way to get back into it. Power play goal ties it. Power goal power play goal wins it the words are tough right now uh liam i see you here on youtube as well screw the wave uh yeah squishies for breakfast big wave people in edmonton yeah and I, it's kind oh. of a new thing is there someone at oilers nation who promotes the wave during games highly she also sure. so you can imagine yeah. how our relationship is not good <laughs> Nope. <laughs> you guys but don't I, say good morning in the morning. <laughs> it was. Uh, do you know what's funny, Connor? The first Oilers Nation After Dark show that me and you did together was mm-hmm. it was a loss to the LA Kings. It was that one where six three all those fights and everything. And I remember these LA Kings fans that are in our chat right now, especially uh, Angel Sando- Sandovala. Sorry, I know I butchered that, but I know I remember him, and I remember Edwin too. So. <laughs> I don't I remember, remember Edwin too. Come back when the Oilers beat them the last couple of times. So welcome back to the chat, boys. As long as they hit the like, like button too, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, Angel <laughs> Sandoval hit that like button. Hey, I don't. You probably hate the Chargers, but I, I you know, I, I support one team in LA, and that's it. Uh, what else do we got going on here? Two hundred twenty-seven people in the YouTube chat. Uh, we're after midnight here, so thank you guys all for joining us here today. Uh, in, in case you don't know, Connor Alley, we got Liam, we got Gavin. Uh, running through these Oilers loss here. Oh, something went wrong with my YouTube and I can't see the comments. So we'll just have to refresh that and get it going again. Uh, but like we've talked about a couple of times, the Oilers uh, will play again on Wednesday. 
game two, trying to get back into this one. I kind of teased it earlier on. We got the watch party coming up for the road games. Uh, and Greta is the Oilers Nation official playoff party destination, hosting watch parties for every away game. You can reserve your table at gretabar.com slash book or text 587-418-8507. 587-418-8507. If you want to text that number, I don't know who it is. It must be like the owner or one of the managers, or maybe they have a staff cell phone. <laughs> but you could text them and make your reservations. Uh, we're giving away sweet prizes, and uh, you'll get a chance to meet some of the Oilers Nation personalities. And uh, I th- I've heard there's going to be a pop-up shop. So if you want to grab a yeah, sweet sure. like that bad boy, uh, you can definitely do uh, that one. Uh, Rory says Bruins fans apparently have only done the wave once for the last game in the garden. Well, that's why they're winning. It all yeah, makes sense. I think not. I certainly agree with you. That's uh, that's just science when you look at it that way. And the amount of wins they picked up. Okay, I got my YouTube running here again. I'm going to answer a quick question. Ooh, knees on. That's my answer. Uh, oh, there we are. Uh, okay, Angel. He liked and subscribed. So thank you. Thank you. We're all good. Uh, stolen meme says the last call is infuriating. Squishies for breakfast. Yeah, the last ball uh, penalty was trash. Why? I mean, I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Why? He swings his stick. He hits the skate. Yeah. The king goes down. I mean, I'm not sure I could the, justify that not being a call, you know? Yeah, I, I'll say at first I was totally on board. I'm like, he stepped on a broken stick. How are you going to yeah. call that? Replay showed it was DeArnay. Uh, he was pissed off, obviously. For but- sure. And and like I mentioned to you before we got on here, Connor, I think that's like why some of the fans kind of got why they did get upset is because they see Vince and DRNA's reaction, right? And they see how pissed off he was, and we kind of follow suit with that. But at the same time, it, it, it's a trip. It is what it is. It sucks. Obviously, we didn't get the end result, but unlike it was our oily, long series ahead. Um, I think we just got it very quickly because Ravina brings up a good point here. Let's give Kennedy a huge yay for that hype vid. Mm, uh, Kennedy yeah. knocked it out of the park yeah, with right. the hype video. Uh, she she nailed it. Check it out. Uh, Oilers Nation anywhere on social media. Uh, Kennedy Strash, I believe, on Twitter. I think that's where yes. she posted it. So, yeah, uh, make sure you go check it out. Uh, Luke, Luke, Luke says that banana went down too quick. L-M-A-O. <laughs> oh, this guy's a professional. That's what he does. <laughs> Somebody asked um, me today, how did it taste? And my response to that is the flavor of a banana has essentially just disappeared for me now. I don't eat them for pleasure. I eat them for It's like water. Oh, the water has more flavor. (laughs) Uh, People are saying, why did Vinny go down on that last play? He fell. Um, Because he fell. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't thrown down. People said there was a hold on Fogel earlier on. Okay. And that that would go into what we said. Uh, If you want to say calls were missed i'm i'm good with that one but to say 100%. that the calls on the oilers weren't good calls or yes. you know bs or whatever that's, that's where i kind of disagree for sure yeah well, anyways uh we digress we will <laughs> search vinnie dayarnay on twitter some good stuff popping up right now uh you can do that after the show though here uh also want to say this the Boston pizza fanatics playoff menu you can visit your local boston pizza to check out their new fanatics menu including items powered by oh sorry fanalytics why am i saying fanatics fanalytics uh check out boston pizza and their new fanalytics menu including new items powered by fanalytics um i mean i think we're supposed to drop some fancy stats here for you oilers lost four three um and and we'll get to some more stats later on here i I think gavin can probably dig something up yeah i'll find some 
tell you guys, I could go for a Boston Brute right now. It would be Whoa. so good. That's one of my go-tos there too. Definitely. I uh, I eat the bread cake from Boston Pizza quite often. Delightful, delightful stuff at Boston Pizza. We used to go there. I'll tell you, for in my like early twenties, me and the crew would go to the Boston Pizza location across from West Edmonton Mall. Friday, Saturday for like three years straight. Unbelievable. Got the job done right. They took care of you. So I'm going to try to read this liner one more time. Fanalytics powered by Boston Pizza Fanalytics. Visit your local Boston Pizza to check out their new Fanalytics menu, including new items powered by Fanalytics. Boston Pizza is the best. Okay. Um, we'll wrap up in a couple minutes here. Uh, we're going to, uh, what time is it now? 12, 15, and just about, I think we still got a pretty good following here on uh, YouTube. Uh, JC says Oilers will get the next one. Uh, Edwin, yeah, good game, guys. I'm subscribed. I'll be back. Edwin, uh, welcome to the show. Uh, we'll talk about all these games here. Uh, Vinny should go zero dark 30. <laughs> I don't know. What does that mean? Disappear? Or? I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't yeah, know. I don't know what that one means <laughs> I, I, hope think it was a, I think I went to school with that guy too the name looks familiar <laughs> I hope it was appropriate uh, Rory says spicy pierogi for the win oh yeah absolutely uh, Ken on Facebook set my alarm for 4am today in the Netherlands tough loss no worries at all but they did shut down McDavid pretty well yeah you know I think that's fair credit to them uh Jane says, as Darren A fell, his stick swung. He didn't choose to swing his stick when he fell. I don't think that should have been a penalty. That's, well, I uh, mean, if you unintentionally high stick someone, it's still a penalty. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't really matter. You're you're responsible for your stick, like it or not. So it tripped him. It is what it is. That is the way she goes. Yeah. Exactly. It's I mean, if he wasn't six foot seven, it might not have hit him. Exactly. <laughs> Shorten that stick. Uh uh, we've got Edwin here. How do you see the matchup when Kevin Fiala comes back? Oh, I mean, it, it doesn't make it any easier for the Edmonton Oilers, of course. Is he, but is he coming back? Uh, speculation is that he won't be back. But yeah, I don't I, think they've officially ruled him out. But who knows? At the same I don't time. think I don't think they will. I, I remember last year with Victor Ovitson, they continuously said like he's day to day, like yeah. he may be back, and I can't remember exactly what it was with him, but he. Uh, he obviously didn't return, and he returned this year, and boy, oh boy, did he have a, a positive effect on the game tonight. Okay, we've got uh, J.H. Should they go back to 11-7? and seven? Okay, I was thinking about this. <laughs> who do you take out? Like, who do you take out of that bottom six right now? Two of them had goals disallowed. Yeah. And then, what was it? I thought Clem Costian played very well physically. Yes, he I would not take Costian. I was just going to mention that for sure. Yeah, and then who was the other guy on that line? Oh, yeah, yeah, Mark and Duke's dad. Yeah, very, very well, too. Like, yeah, what, what do you do? I think our bottom six is not the issue, like, no. in, this, in this game one, right? So, like, 11 and 7, obviously, it has worked for us in the past, but like you just said, Liam, like, who the hell do we take out of this lineup, right? Our bottom six is what was working this game, right? So, I don't know if you really want to mess with that. And another thing, someone too, in the top six, yeah, yeah, see you later, <laughs> Hyman. Uh, <laughs> another thing, too. So your two least experienced players in Bouchard and Deane just took penalties, which resulted in the game-tying goal and the game-winning goal. While the seventh defenseman is a Philip Broberg, who is also a rookie in the NHL. Yep. 
It's not like you have a Chris Russell back there who's a bit of a penalty kill specialist or go out, block some shots, play very simply. You have a guy, he even played 60 games in the NHL. I'm not 100% sure. So I just don't see that being like a positive thing, really. Like just to have McDavid and Drysaddle play a few extra shifts, just just bench someone for, for a shift. Exactly. And put, put, put Drysaddle and McDavid out of there. I think that's the approach the Oilers need to go with for game two at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't rush to make a change in terms of the lineup for sure. Uh, here's Johnny says, how many power plays did the Oilers have? One question mark. Well, they had two that led to an eventual five on three. And then they had a shortened power play after uh, the Kings had one, a power play and then took a penalty. So uh, mostly two, mostly two. Uh, probably could have used one in the third period. Probably wouldn't have uh, could have helped them out quite a bit here. Oh, let's scroll through here. Oilers need to hold their leads better. JC, totally agree with you on that one. For sure. Uh, Will Snow, I don't know what you're referring to, but you mentioned the Pat McAfee show. I'm a big fan of Pat McAfee and what they do. Uh, good stuff there. Uh, Kyle, there was also a dive. Yeah, I. it's tough to keep up with the chat because it goes crazy sometimes and it's hard to pinpoint exactly what they're referring to. Um but yeah, it was a it was an interesting game tonight. Uh, led for some great conversation here on Oilers Nation after dark. Uh, also, one last thing, got to get in here, and it's not going to be the last thing. But uh, if you want to head down to any Oodle Noodle location in the city of Edmonton, we're giving away free Oilers Nation stickers to fans. Is any Oodle Noodle location today to snag a sticker and some tasty noodles? Uh, yeah, I mean tomorrow. Get some noodles, get a sticker. Mm. Uh, Wednesday, go to Boston Pizza, get a brute or a pizza or. I don't know, a salad. I, I love Boston pizza because they have everything on the menu. Whatever you want, you're going to find something there. Maybe some beer and nachos to watch the game. And then the following game, you head down to Greta and you hang out with uh, potentially you two. I think, Gavin, you're with me uh, on Oilers Nation after dark on Wednesday. Liam, what's your plan for the game? on? Or sorry, on Friday. On Friday, I actually have another Crusaders camp this weekend. So on Friday, I will be taking my scouts who are all from Calgary, Vancouver, um, one coming from Saskatoon. I'm going to take him out to watch the Oilers take a 2-1 lead in the series against the LA Kings after the game. After the count. Not bad, not bad. Uh, Megan here on Facebook says they should have put McDavid and Dry together in overtime. Actually had uh, Quady put Wyatt said that as well. Why not put Leon up with Connor in overtime? Uh, Gavin, is that something you would have considered or are you keeping things together in overtime i think hindsight 2020 now like i guess like maybe we could have tried it out but it's easy to say now for us obviously right but i have this to say to everyone everything will be okay okay none of us really had the weather sleep in la i can still take i can still see us taking in five or six but don't panic don't panic we controlled that first period we bring that going forward we'll be okay i promise yeah we've got uh where are we here Ken on Facebook, uh, what are you thinking about Skinner's performance? Uh, we kind of talked about that one already. Uh, obviously, we'd like to see him make a, a save or two in those yeah. crucial situations, but sure. power play goals, one you know to tie it up, one to take the lead. Uh, that's that's tough to always put strictly on your goaltender. We kind of said you know the guys in front maybe need to be a little bit better there, but yeah, I think Stuart Skinner uh, sub 900 save percentage. You'd like to see some improvement there. Uh, Jane says I figured Oilers in five, so hey, maybe they go on a run here and get it done. Um, Mark says in Woody we trust. Yeah, I think uh, it, it's kind of fun to see these matchups between 
uh, Woodcroft and McClellan, the uh, protege, the master, uh, going head to head in these situations. The protege won last game in uh, our last series. We'll see what happens. Uh, Leonard says next game is a must win. Uh, that will be our final question for everyone in the chat and everyone, uh, well, the Facebook chat, YouTube chat. Is Wednesday's game a must win? What do you think, Liam? Uh, yes. Like, I don't think the Oilers, are, I don't think the series would be done if the Oilers are on 2 nothing. but you don't want to leave home down 2 nothing, right? But saying that, wasn't it last season, the Carolina uh, Carolina Hurricanes and the New York Rangers, neither team won a home game last season? <laughs> I mean, hopefully the Oilers would be on the better side of that than what Carolina were at, but that game went seven and the road team won every single game. So it's just a wild one, but the Oilers look like, they are more they they should have won that game. Like they had everything in the bag and just some poor, poor decision making from penalties to what you're doing with the puck just led to led to bad goals against for themselves, you know. So the, I think the Oilers shot themselves in the foot big time. So yes, it's a must win game, but it, the series wouldn't be over if the Oilers do go down to nothing. Gavin? Yeah, like I'm kind of with Liam here. You don't want to obviously go to LA down to nothing, especially because LA this year at home is 26, 11 and four. So obviously they've shown that they can win hockey games at home. Obviously they're a good hockey team. So I obviously don't want to go to LA down to nothing. So yeah, you got to pull out this win here on Wednesday. I will say it's not must win, but it's pretty dang close. Uh, yeah. Going yeah. down to nothing would be tough. Right on that edge for sure. Yeah. You're giving up, uh, you're, you're making it tough on yourself. So yeah, you know, I definitely want to see more of that performance. Like we saw in the first period, and go from there. Uh, Gingy on Facebook says, do you believe McDavid will explode next game? I think we all think he'll uh, definitely put up some points. Yes, he'll definitely get, find the score sheet. Absolutely. Uh, game one, I think we got to give uh, Anze Kopitar the player of the game. That's not even a thing we do, but uh, four points for Kopitar on the Oilers mm-hmm. side. Leon Dreisaitl, two goals. He was uh, doing what he had to, just kind of lurking out there, picking his spots as he does. And uh, just very quickly, because I think it was brought up in the chat here, someone said you can't necessarily go back with McDavid and dry settle all the time. McDavid finished with 25 minutes, 24 seconds. Nugent Hopkins was 24-46. Dry settle, 20-32. So for kind of a, a normal night for Leon Dreisaitl, uh, they didn't get too much time to be merchants on the power play, of course. On the blue line, it was Ekholm leading the way with 26-24. Darnell Nurse just under at 26-09. Uh, Brett Kulak was actually uh, the oh. least used player. 16-22. Personally, I liked what he did in that game, so uh, maybe he'll get a little bit more. But yeah, you're obviously going to go heavy with uh, the guys who got you there. Uh, Evan Bouchard, just under 25 minutes. Uh, he had uh, yeah, the one goal. Showed some confidence. Uh, just some other stats that kind of popped out to me. Uh, Hyman had eight hits. Evander Kane, six hits. Clean Costin, five hits in uh, nine minutes and 17 seconds. So uh, got to keep that physicality up for sure. All right, guys. Before we wrap up, we'll keep the tradition going. Uh, we will do a Betway prediction and then a, a prop bet as well. For game three on Wednesday at eight o'clock, Liam, what do you got? Uh, I will go prediction, right? That's what you asked for first. Prediction and a, a little prop bet for us. Prediction. I think the others will win 4 2. Uh, actually, not 5 2 on Wednesday. I think they'll have to come out and just kind of put the dagger in the coffin 
early. I think they learned a harsh lesson tonight that no lead is safe in the Stanley Cup playoffs. So they won't want to see themselves go down again, obviously. And my game day drop bet would be a Leon Dreisaitl, two or more points. That guy is an absolute lock in postseason for that. I made a shit ton of money off it last year, and I plan on doing it again. Gavin, what do you got? Yeah, um, I think I'm going to go 5-1 oil. We're going to put the game away early. And then I've been riding McDavid. I think he's going to have that bounce back night. I think he's going to score two. So I'm going to go McDavid, two goals or more. I like it. Okay, I'll take a 4-1 win with an empty netter. Man, you got to go look back at that empty net. The Oilers had a chance to win it there. Uh, couldn't seal it, though. The Kings, yeah. damn. They, they linger, man. Those Kings are lingerers. Okay, yeah. So 4-1 with an empty net. And uh, I, I was going to take – you said McDavid, two goals? Yep. Jeez, I'm going to scratch my way. I had two points. I was not being bold enough. Uh, I'll say I'm going to say Zach Hyman gets a goal. I okay. feel like he was a little snake bitten tonight. So I'll take Zach Hyman a uh, goal. Uh, Betway 19 plus bet responsibly when you're having some fun. Of course, there's lots of stuff you can do on there. Uh, lots of hockey to throw some money down. But like we said, 19 plus and bet responsibly. All right, guys. Uh, fun show tonight. A big thank you to everyone who tuned in on Facebook, YouTube and Twitter. Uh, if you haven't done so yet, make sure you hit that like button on facebook and twitter you can also subscribe to oilers nation across every form of social media facebook twitter instagram tiktok the website oilersnation.com we've got oilers nation every day coming up tomorrow at noon uh i don't know who's running the show tyler will obviously be there liam you'll be there sean bell will also be there in studio again he's uh did you hear the announcement connie he's going to be doing all the post game shows for us so uh, all the day after shows oh you said post game i was like i did not hear that we haven't yeah. kicked you off yet you're doing too good <laughs> <laughs> did you guys know that sean bell tom gazola and i do a show on saturday mornings i did who yes. was the who was the special guest you guys were telling everyone about i forgot to Burke, look. wasn't it burke we've had uh yeah we've had sean burke we've had uh shane doan we had carrie price jackie redmond uh there's been some some big names we've got a few more lined up if you need need anyone else to step in i'm always available we'll get you in studio fresh you gotta bring bananas and explain the story of it but hey you know what those there you go those guys are the leaders i just follow uh you talk to belzy and and we'll make it happen but uh that's gonna be awesome he's uh he's got some great insight and uh yeah it's gonna be a, a good show tomorrow afternoon and then we'll be back like we said wednesday night so again thank you to everyone for tuning in tonight oilers fall 4-3 in overtime to the la kings that will be back on wednesday to recap that one for gavin for liam and everyone at oilers nation thank you guys for tuning in tonight i'm connor halley we'll talk to you on wednesday
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 